Welcome to the Sign Geeks for All podcast with Dark Neil. Just another manic Monday. Hey kids, welcome to the most exciting show in podcast history. Welcome to the Fan Geeks for All podcast with me, your boy Dark Neil. Thank you for joining me on this Manic Monday, July 31st. We are at the end of July. It is so weird. We're It's like we're counting down to the end of the year. I mean, you know, it's still in the throes of summer and all that stuff. And it's a hot one as it is. But yeah, it's like tomorrow starts August. And then, you know, August, September, October, November, December. The year is over. Ah! <laughs> what are we going to do? It's just going by so fast. So hopefully you guys have been making 2023 your year in any way, shape, or form that you can. Um, you know, every year, I don't know if you guys do that whole New Year's resolution thing or whatever. I used to, and then I kind of stopped because I was like, who am I kidding? <laughs> you know, like I'm really going to do all that I promised I was going to do, you know. All I do is just pray to God that it's successful and that, you know, I make the next year even more successful. That's it. That's all I can ask for. I don't wish for anything big, you know. I just go day by day and we'll, as as God will, I mean, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but, yep, it, it, it is the end of, this is the last day of July. So, let's go out with a bang. Do something crazy i mean it's it's you know it's monday so not much crazy you can do but (laughs) make it the best that you can now before i dive too deep in the show i want to do something right now that i've never done on this podcast before this is now the 34th episode of the fan geeks for all podcast in its entirety since i debuted on May 13th. Now, I've made it no secret that when I'm sitting in this studio recording the show, or, you know, once it's done, I'm out promoting. That's what I do. I'm either doing promotional work online for hours on end, or I'm going out doing some, my own kind of public relations thing or whatever. But that's all I do is promotion, promotion, promotion. I'm my own street team. So that is all I do. And I thought about it, and with the thousands of podcasts out there for people like you to choose and li- to, to listen to, the one thing you probably never hear, never, is a podcast promoting another podcast that they have no affiliation with. And I kind of think it's because most podcasters see other podcast shows as competition. I mean, come on, let's be real. Why would there be a top 50 or top 100 best podcast list for various categories if competition wasn't out there? You see what I'm saying? But the way I see it is, hey, the more the merrier. Join the party, grab a beer, let's all do what we love to do and have fun with it. So... With that being said, I personally want to give a shout out to one of my newest listeners, and that's Valley Boys Podcast, hosted by Dave Weasel. Now, for those who don't know, Dave Weasel is a stand-up comedian 
whose 2018 comedy album, I'm 30, was ranked number one on Billboard's comedy charts for over a month. His Valley Boys podcast is freaking hilarious. He has absolutely no filter, and no matter what episode you click on to hear, he's got hundreds of them, a lot of them, but or at least close to 100 or whatever, <laughs> yeah, however he describes it. But in any case, no matter which episode you click on, I guarantee you, you're going to be cracking up within the first 60 seconds. I am not even kidding. <laughs> so whenever, now what I do is whenever I finish recording my episodes, I immediately post them on what's now known as X, or as I like to call it, the artist formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> so my last two episodes, Dave has actually given a like to on there. You know, he's like, click that like heart and whatever button or whatever. And I appreciate the hell out of anybody who listens to my nerdy ass for 30 minutes. So <laughs> thank you. And shout out once again to Dave Weasel. Everyone be sure to check out his Valley Boys podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and various other platforms. And as always, for my new listeners, you can always listen to and follow this podcast on all those major platforms as well. And make sure to subscribe to both my YouTube channel as well as my website, darkneofangeeks.com. And don't forget to check out my Fan Geeks for All fan club. It's 100% optional, but if you guys want to become a monthly member, just visit patreon.com slash support fan geeks for all. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash support fan geeks, the number four, A-L-L. You hit that join button and I will guarantee to send you one of my special Fan Geeks promo t-shirts free. Absolutely free. I'm giving it to you. Made it. I'm sewing it up as we speak right now. Ow. Just hit, hit, prick myself with the needle sewing up the shirt. <laughs> so I am sending you a shirt for anyone who joins that. Like I said, it is optional. I'm not putting a gun to your head, you know, as as my boy Dave Weasel will say on his show. <laughs> it, um, but basically, it is optional. So if you want to become a Fan Geek member, just join patreon.com slash support fan geeks for all, and I'll send you that shirt ASAP. All right, guys, so we are going to get on with the Fan Geeks hot topics of the day, so let's get this party started. Now, as all of my Fan Geeks already know, I'm a major Star Wars geek, and three years ago, Lucasfilms and Disney Plus announced that one of the many spinoff series they would be introducing is the story of the younger Lando Calrissian, who we've already been introduced to from the Star Wars Solo film. You know, it was based on young Han Solo. So, magnificently played by Donald Glover, the story will continue with Lando's adventures after the events of Solo. Creator Justin Simeon had recently left the project to direct the new Haunted Mansion film, but have no fear, the Glovers are here. Variety reports that Donald and his brother Stephen have signed on to write the script for Lando. 
Now, no official release date has been set because the show is still in the early stages of development. Plus, with the continued Hollywood strike, it's hard to determine when production will begin. But I'm still excited to see it. And you know what? Maybe I'm not saying this Hollywood strike is a blessing because it sucks. It sucks ass. And, you know, every actor and writer will tell you that. It, it's really horrible. But hopefully with this time, both Donald and his brother can fine-tune the script. You know, this is a perfect opportunity to do that while Hollywood is on pause right now. and um, Or at least mo- a good portion of it. And um, hopefully they can, you know... I don't know if it's just those two, if just they're doing it, just those two as a like a tag team, or if they got other writers that they're going to be working with, which I would assume they would, because this is still Star Wars, so you can't mess this up. You got to get this right. And um, I'm hoping it's great because I absolutely loved him as Lando Calrissian in Solo. They, in my opinion, you can't. There's no other actor that would have been able to pull off that Billy D. Williams quality. <laughs> you know, so I was I was very excited to see Solo when it came out, especially when I knew that Donald Glover was going to play Lando Calrissian. I was like, perfect casting, yes, and and he did not disappoint. He had the mystique of Billy D. Williams. I mean, he, you know, because he's playing the younger version of Lando, so it's really cool. And plus, I'm excited to see the show because that's going to fill in a a big mystery that Star Wars fans have been wanting to know the answer to. Because if if you're a Star Wars geek like me, you remember we first see Lando Calrissian, Billy D. Williams playing him from The Empire Strikes Back, which technically is Star Wars Part 5. So we see we see our original Lando in that thing. And when we first see him, if you remember the scene where, you know, Han is with Leah and C-3PO and, and R2-D2, and they land on on Bespin, you know, and um, Han tells Leah that, you know, he hasn't seen Lando in years, and they go way back and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, yeah, and I forgot Chewie. Chewie's, Chewie's with them, too. And, um... You can tell from as soon as they land, and they, well, even before they land, <laughs> while they're flying into Bespin, they almost get shot down by the Bespin security. And and then Han finally convinces them, you know, who he is and whatever, and then, of course, Lando gives them clearance to land. But as soon as they get off the ship, right off the Millennium Falcon, Lando comes out there to greet them, and at first, you figure well, it's not such a warm greeting, <laughs> you, you know, because Lando even tells him, you got a lot of nerve com- coming here after what you, pu- after all these years, after what you pulled. And of course, Han's looking dazed and confused. And then it's all buddy, buddy, ha ha. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> so, but, and, but you do know there's history because even with that line that Blady's, where he says, "What you, he says, what are you doing here?" And it's like, "Ah, oh, repairs. I got the Falcon, so and so." And and Billy D automatically says, "What have you done with my ship?" And it's like, Han is like, "My ship? Hey, 
you lost it to me fair and square, remember? <laughs> and we see that in Solo. We see their relationship, you know, from when they first meet, you know, and so let's, and, and, ex- and exactly how, um, Lando lost the Falcon to Han. But we never, but apparently there was, they, at some point afterwards, they must have had a falling out because, you know, as we see in Empire Strikes Back, Han says they haven't seen each other or talked to each other in years. So obviously there was some falling out they had, and hopefully the show, Lando, will 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 answer that. Now, whether or not um, that same actor who played Solo will make a cameo in Lando, that would be pretty cool. I, I think fans would love that, you know, to see where going i mean he doesn't have to be there in the whole show i mean just just to the point where you know you figure out why they fell out as friends what was going on or something and you know it couldn't have been too great a fall i mean maybe it was a fallout and then as the years as they got older they you know lando was like ah you know that we were kids back then you know i still love your hand so but it'd be cool to, to find out more find out more plus it'd be cool to see what lando was doing all that all those years you know how did he how did he become you know the the leader the or whatever of bespin city the the president king whatever title they give you in the star wars world you know it, it would be cool to see that you know whole connection so i can't wait to see it and like i said now they just base they have all this time while the strike is going on to fine tune the script, and it should be a good one. I can't wait to see it because I'm you know I know every you know since they announced it, you know fans have been really looking forward to seeing it. So it'll come, it'll come. Hollywood can't stay on strike forever, so we'll just wait and see. <laughs> all right, so next on the list, former child star Zach Ty Bryan got arrested again on felony charges this past Friday in Oregon. The 41-year-old home improvement actor was tracked down by police after they responded to a call for a reported physical dispute between a man and a woman at a residential home. Now, according to TMZ, Zach was not there when the cops arrived, but was eventually found, arrested, and taken to jail, which he currently is in right now. Now, back in 2020... He was arrested on fourth-degree charges of assault and strangulation against his current girlfriend, Johnny Fake Cartwright, who he was dating while he was still married to, while he was still married to his now ex-wife, Carly Matros. And, you know, when I hear stories like this, I'm like on two sides of the fence, you know, and, and I'll tell you why. For one... When it comes to child actors, especially if you're in a in a in a famous, well-known, funny sitcom like Home Improvement, because Home Improvement ran for over seven years, and Zach, you know, he played um, Tim Tim Allen Tim Allen's son Brad, so that was a very successful comedy show, and when you are in there, literally growing up on camera for over seven years. When the show is over, whether it gets canceled or they or they have a proper final episode, everyone knows you for that. 
and you're typecast for that role. And it's very hard for child actors to get work after that. I mean, I remember I remember watching now to show you guys. Well, it's no secret. I'm an old dude. <laughs> I'm 52 years old. So I grew up with a lot of stuff. And I, I have respect for a lot of the classic old movies and TV shows that came out before I was even born. One of my favorite shows that I grew up with as a kid that I have the DVD collection on is the R Gang series, or as they're more affectionately known, the Little Rascals. And I remember, of course, watching all those kids from Spanky, Alfalfa, Buckwheat, Darla, Porky, Waldo, all of them. You know, I remember years, decades after the fact, when... um. Phil Donahue used to have his talk show. He one time had, he did an episode of, of Child Celebrities and he had um, Spanky McFarlane on. And of course, Spanky at that point was an older gentleman. Now he's, he, at that time, he was probably in his, probably in his 60s or 70s at that point. Who knows? But there was a question that Phil asked him about like residuals for the show. And he he's like, no, we don't we didn't get any residuals. You know, we made our money then, and that was it. It was it was different times back then in Hollywood. So, you know, because that was like 1930s and whatnot. But still, one thing I remember was him saying that it's hard to get work when you've grown up on a show for so many years, and now that show is over, or at least your run in that show is over if the show still continues or you just aged out of the show, everyone knows you for that character. So how do you get work as a serious actor in other projects if everyone knows you for that? You know, I mean, maybe you'll probably be typecast as something else, but they still remember you as that lovable character. So finding work is hard. So that's why I say on one side of the fence, I'm sympathetic to, to Zach's plight, you know, where... Cause it's hard. It was hard for him to get work, and you know, as an actor, and because everyone knew him as Brad from Home Improvement. So that's my sympathy side for him on one respect. But, but I have to say this: when I hear these stories of these former child star actors that are doing stupid shit and getting arrested, that's where my sympathy and love for them drops. I have no love for you because. I don't care how messed up your life's got to be after your show has ended, whether you couldn't get work or whatever. I mean, yeah, that sucks. I will, I'll be supportive of you on that front. But when you go and do stupid shit, like get yourself arrested for numerous things, this because like I said, he's, he's had so many charges against him and whatever. It's been crazy. So, you know, and like I said, he's back in jail again now for doing some whatever dumb shit he did and I'm like, that's why I don't have love for you I was like how do you fuck up your life that much you were I mean and the funny thing is I when I was reading the article even the cops they don't they really don't care about his whatever quasi celebrity status or lack thereof you know cause I'm quite sure he's kind of you know he's probably the kind of person where he got arrested the first time he's probably like why would i do that do you know who i am and cops don't give a fuck 
<laughs> they don't care about your celebrity. You did a crime, asshole. You're go you're going down. You're going to jail. I and I think they 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 gave the, the I read something that the cops gave him a nickname like like Country Club Zach, some something to that effect or whatever, as if to kind of like play on his so-called celebrity status. But I'm sorry. When you do stupid shit like, you, you, well, first of all, I'm against violence to women. Period. Any man that puts his hand on a woman is a is a dick. It's a total dick move. And yeah, you need to be arrested. Yeah, and put in and put in a jail cell with some serial rapist to really show you a good time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I that's a that's one of my biggest pet peeves with with, with any violence towards women. So, for this, and I don't know, and the funny thing is, reading the story, I'm trying to figure out who's more stupid. Zach, for doing what he did to get arrested first time and second time, but even for the first time, when he had that 2020 arrest, when, you know, for the, you know, whatever um, domestic abuse with his girlfriend, this girl he's still with today. He's still, three years later, he is still with the same girl. Now, who's more stupid, him or her for staying? Because, you know, a lot of times I when I hear any kind of domestic violence thing towards women, I'm on the I jump on the women's side right away. I, I, I feel so horrible for them because they, they shouldn't have to go through that. But if you stay in a relationship three years and you two are arguing like cats and dogs, whether it's physical violence or just verbal violence, my thing is, why would you stay? Why would you try and work it out? That doesn't make sense to me. Because that's, I'll tell you one thing. I was in a very toxic relationship. You know, just to give you a little inside scoop to my personal life. I was in a very toxic relationship for two, almost three years. And it wasn't like toxic as far as physical violence that thank god i you know because that was you will never hear physical violence and my name in the same sentence i'll tell you that right now you would never hear dark neo get arrested for stupid shit like that it was just toxic because she was a girl that did not do anything with her life as much as i tried to motivate her and have her you know either find a job just do something motivating with your life it was like talking to a brick wall. And then there was a lot of other stuff that I'm not going to get into that just made it really toxic for me to be in. My family was begging me, pleading with me to get out of that relationship. And I finally got the sense knocked into me and, and finally did. After shit went down with us and I just like, I'm done. I'm done. And I walked away from it. And I'm very happy now that I, you know, whatever year plus later that I did, because it's, it's been like well over a year since that happened. So that's why I said as far as the even when Z, this kid, Zach, got arrested first time for domestic violence, I don't know who's more stupid, him or her. I think both equally her for staying with him all this time and then him for doing what he did. And now his dumb ass gets arrested again. And I was like, this kid's got a lot of problems. So he needs, you know, yeah, he can. He needs the jail time for whatever he did, but he also needs therapy. Like a he, somebody give this kid a therapist. He, you know, where's Doctor Drew when we need him? Although Doctor Drew does more like druggy celebrity cases, but still, he needs some kind of therapy in some way, shape, or form because 
if he gets arrested again, his his it could probably be some for something much worse, and they could lock him up for a long time. I don't know how long he's going to be in jail for this for this particular one. I mean, he's in jail right now. I don't know how long it's going to stick. You know, because you know, I don't know what really went down in that house. It could have been an argument. It could have been something. I don't know. But um, yeah, this it just sucks you know that he has to go through this and but like i said i'm i'm not it's i'm not unsympathetic but i'm sympathetic to point i'm like have to do both sides of the fence because like i said i the whole child actor thing and not finding work or whatever i understand that sympathize with you but for all the 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 stupid shit you're going through that you put yourself into that buddy you did, and you've been down this road before. When are you gonna stop? You know, when is it gonna come into your head when you're in jail or dead? I don't, I don't know. But um, as I said, celebrity status be damned. I have no love for celebrities when you when you do stupid shit like that. I really don't. So all I can do is pray for you, buddy. Get your get your life together, Zach, because you're going down a slippery slope, man. All right. So, last on our Fan Geeks Hot Topics of the Day. Video footage from Dre's Beach Club that has now gone viral from a Cardi B show this past Saturday in Las Vegas proves that old saying, Ask and ye shall receive. During the outdoor concert, rapper Cardi B was starting to perform her song, Bodak Yellow, and was feeling so overheated, you know, daytime sun, it's hot, it's summertime. But she was feeling so overheated that just before she sang the song, the music is playing and she always has backing tracks like most artists do, so that's no big deal. So the song's playing and she's walking on stage, waving her hand, saying that she's hot, actually asking the audience to throw some water up to her. Now... In an artist's mind, that means, hey, if you got a bottle, cold bottle of water, just put it down on the stage. I would love a sip right now because I'm I'm hot. Somebody bring me some water. So that's what, in some respects to Cardi, that's what she was implying. Somebody need to throw me some water because I'm hot like a motherfucker up in here. So that, that part, I get. But <laughs> be careful what you ask for <laughs> because when she, you know... When you see the video, one fan decided to grant her wish, literally. So from what can be seen from the fan video someone shot on their cell phone, as Cardi was just starting to rap, a woman with a cup of either water or beer splashed her with splashed Cardi with the drink. The woman was like right there, at like you know, maybe at the front. I mean, there's no seats or anything; it's an outdoor event, but so everybody's standing. But the woman is like pretty close to the stage. So all you see is the hand with the cup of either water, beer, and woof, just whatever it was, she she threw it right at Cardi. Not the cup, but just the, the liquid that was in it, threw it right at Cardi, to which prompted Cardi to throw her microphone directly at the person. Security immediately jumped down in the, into the audience and escorted the unidentified woman out from the venue. So I'm saying... Okay, who's right, who's wrong on this one? I mean, you know, because 
Was that woman who threw that thing wrong? Hell yeah. Oh, she she was so in the wrong. You 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 sh- why would you do that? No matter what Cardi how Cardi asked for it, however she phrased it, all she said was it's hot and somebody throw me some water. That doesn't mean you literally throw her water or throw water on her. That's not what that meant. That meant if you got a cold bottle of water, just place it on the stage. I will love you as a fan because I need to cool down. That's what it meant. So that's where I'm on Cardi's side. But should have should Cardi have reacted the way she did and thrown the microphone? <laughs> And it was so funny because the backing, you know, the backtrack of her song is playing, which is basically these songs. So once Cardi threw the mic, you just hear the song playing. You hear Cardi rapping her lyrics or whatever. So, you know, and Cardi's just standing there just, you know, all upset and pissed. Actually very livid that this water just got splashed on her. I mean, it's not like she was totally doused. I mean, you know, from the distance the woman was to the distance Cardi was on stage. Cardi probably got like maybe a couple of sprinkles or whatever, but still it, it, she felt it and, and she felt prompted to throw her microphone right at the woman. And so that's why I said, I don't know if you want to say who's right, who's wrong. The woman who threw that water, definitely wrong. Dumbass move to do. You shouldn't have done that. But should Cardi have reacted that way? By by throwing her mic at there, I mean, she could have said she could have been like, "What the fuck you doing?" and just backed away from it, let security handle it, which security did. Like I said, security immediately jumped down off the stage onto the thing, and it's not like the woman tried to ran, but they they literally just escorted her to the back and hope and probably out of the venue from watching the rest of the concert. But um. It's just it's just so weird. And you know what? Cardi's not the first victim of fans throwing stuff. We we've all seen it. We've seen a lot of videos where it's happened. I I think the one singer that I've seen literally tell her audience, you know, um don't don't even try it basically um is Adele. Adele had I think Either in one of her concerts, because it's been an ongoing thing with a lot of different artists that have gone this gone through this recently. But Adele has been quoted as saying that one of her concerts, she literally told fans, Don't don't you even think of throwing shit up here. I she was like it was almost like she was saying, I dare you, like I double dog dare you to throw something because I will come down there and, and kill you. <laughs> she says, and that's and this is and I'm paraphrasing, but these but literally what I'm saying is almost identical to what I Adele's actual words were in one of her concerts. She says, Don't you dare fucking throw anything at me. You th- you fucking throw one thing at me, I will come down there and kill you. And that's Adele's word. <laughs> So Adele is a boss. <laughs> she don't play. She gives a warning right there before she gets too deep into the show. Don't you even try anything. And let me tell you something. I think every singer, every comedian, I think I think the whole Will Smith slap hurt around the world of Chris Rock has put the fear of God into every entertainer. And they're security is double the staff and they're almost daring people to 
to try and come up and do something. So it's not a good time to be a, an entertainer, I guess, when you go through something like this. But um, yeah, like I said, it's you, you, you guys decide for yourself. Was Cardi right for throwing the microphone at her? Or was, or was she dead wrong? Should she just backed off and let security do what they do? Which they did anyway. But, you know, should Cardi have thrown it? That's, I'll leave that opinion up to you guys. I'm not even going to post any, like, poll question. You don't, you know, if you want to send me the answer, you can. But, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> it's up to you. I leave that to public opinion. So, you decide for yourself if she was right or wrong. I just thought it was just a cool story <laughs> to tell. Alright guys, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Fan Geeks for All podcast. Thank you guys always for joining me. I know it's it's Monday, the Manic Monday as I said. Um, most of you are either, the, by the time you're listening to this, you, if you're listening to it on the day, you're either at work or you're listening to it after you got clocked out of work and you're just home chilling or you're in your car driving listening to it. But whatever the case, um, you would try to enjoy this Monday as best as you can. Um, like I said, it is the last day of July, so, you know, by tomorrow, August has come, and we're coming down to the wire of 2023, so let's finish up this year in a good way, all right? So, as always, don't forget to follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and all other major platforms. Be sure to subscribe to both my YouTube channel and my website, darkneofangeeks.com. And please become a member of my Fan Geeks for All fan club by visiting patreon.com slash supportfangeeksforall. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash supportfangeeks, the number four, A-L-L, and I'll send you a free t-shirt for doing so. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Enjoy to try to make the best of this money as you can and take a little time to become a fan geek for all. One love, guys. I will catch you on the next time. Bye-bye.